So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hello, everyone. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. And um, this is episode 94. Happy July. It is July today, July 1st. Wow. Day three of our Women with T2D Summit. Oh, it's been so great. Uh, We've been getting some emails from people that are um, people we don't know that are attending the summit. They either they just found us and they're just telling us that they're getting so much value. And I've got to tell you, it just warms my heart that because a lot of time and effort went into the summit on my part, on my business partner, Dylan's um, part, and on all of our guests. And with the sole purpose of we could reach one person and make an impact on their life, then it was worth doing, okay? But obviously we're making a bigger impact, which makes it even that much better. So uh, yeah, Uh, it's been great. So uh, there's still time to sign up for free if you go to t2dwomensummit.com. And you'll have 24 hours to watch the um, episode for uh, all the episodes for today, July 1st. So um, we're going to plow ahead with a little bit more of um, intuitive eating, and really this this idea of um, a judgmental self-talk. Okay, and it's I think it's it. It's not only around our eating. I think for many women, this happens around many things in our lives. And so it's this, this kind of falls under the fourth principle of, of um, being of the food police. So you're really, the idea of this, um, this principle is to kind of really dive into what we tell ourselves and how we think, okay? And, <clears throat> when I work with clients, you know, this is a big part because uh, we are so harsh on ourselves sometimes. You know, we talk harder to ourselves than we would ever talk to a friend, right? And and I, I'm guilty of this. I, I have um, many sisters and we sometimes catch ourselves and we've kind of call each other out on it now a little bit of always apologizing. Uh, apologizing for being late, apologizing for not handing something to us, apologizing for these really um, small things that really don't require an apology at all. It's just, you know, um, everyday living, you know, it's like, oh, you just forgot to, you couldn't read my mind, so you didn't give me that, right? It's kind of like that, and then they apologize for it, and so, and I do it, they do it, 
and we laugh because is this socialization or what what is this and you know we've really said you know there's no reason to apologize so just um hand it to me now or something came up you got you were five minutes late it's no big deal it didn't impact the you know what was happening at all there's no reason to be sorry about it so um <clears throat> so i really encourage you to think about your own way of being so um this judgmental self-talk that we have in our heads and what we tell ourselves about stuff like you might do something and this, oh, that was so dumb. Why did I do that? Or, you know, I'm this or I'm that. And really, you know, you dropped a bowl and broke it. It's not the end of the world. It just, you know, it just happened. So it's, and I see this happen with um, my clients when they get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And that's why I think it's a big topic because they blame themselves. You know, oh, if I hadn't eaten sweets or there's something wrong with me because, you know, I got diabetes or it's, you know, the self-blame and this judgment about developing type 2 diabetes. And when we walk back and say, all right, so you live in the U.S. and you've been eating um, typical U.S. food, okay, like everyone else. Uh, someone who might be carrying, they think it's because they've gained weight. Well, someone that has been carrying way more weight than you are and doesn't develop type 2 diabetes. So what's the difference there? You know, um, and so what we know is there is a predisposition genetically, right? That there's a need to be triggered to be turned on. So that's just your unlucky um, gene pool, okay? So yes, that means you have to make different food choices, right? That is nothing that you've done. That's nothing in your control. So um, can we rectify it to some degree? Yes, we can start changing, um, you know, your food patterns and, and maybe your lifestyle a little bit. And, you know, we can certainly walk back time to a certain degree. Uh, can you get rid of diabetes? No, but can you, um, you know, reduce the implications it has in your life? Yes, most likely you can, okay? But what I want to focus on is this, this self-talk around it and just this blame and wanting to turn back the clock. And I completely understand that. There's times that you're like, oh, I could just turn back the clock and do things differently. And, you know, that time is gone. All you have now is from here forward. You just really have today. You don't even know what tomorrow holds, right? So <clears throat> I encourage you to just really focus on what you can do today. And tomorrow will come, hopefully, for you. And then you'll focus on what you can do tomorrow, okay? So looking back and, and beating yourself up over maybe some decisions you made in the past <clears throat> serves no purpose <coughs> aside from to make you feel bad. And that serves no purpose. So uh, really look at how you're talking to yourself. I, I am a firm believer of words and thoughts and how how they manifest where you're going and your outlook on life. So it's, it's energy, right? Positive energy gets you so much further and we put positive energy then out into the world. Um, so just, you know, energy just keeps going. So if it leaves you, it goes someplace else. And so if you put out positive energy, it bounces into somebody positively instead of negatively. That's kind of how I think about it. I know it's, I'm not an energy person, but 
And that's kind of how I think about it. But I really want you to practice. One of your tasks will be to really practice on um, trying to capture those negative thoughts, <clears throat> thoughts, okay? And trying to reframe them of, okay, is it really that bad? I mean, this is kind of how we talked about some of those thoughts about food, your beliefs around food. <clears throat> is it really what I'm making it out to be? So with people that have been dieting a lot, um, chronic dieters, um, you know, it's very black and white. So <clears throat> this idea of reframing and thinking is really important. So they look at they're going for perfection. And so when they don't meet perfection, if they deviate off of this idea, they have a perfection of how they should be eating at all. That's when this spiral of negative self-talk sort of happens. Okay. And, and that's what can lead them to really um, overeating or um, just stopping, you know, kind of down this path of self-destruction of, of self-sabotage, so to speak, of overeating and going off their diet. And it's like, oh, I've already done it, might as well. And and <clears throat> this perfection leaves them little room for really daily things that come up. So for example, um, you know, maybe your grandchild offers you a little bit of cookie and you're like, oh, I can't eat cookies. You know, is that little bite of cookie that gives your little grandchild so much delight? Um, and as this moment that you have together, uh, really worth it. And that's where the trust in yourself comes that, okay, I can just eat the one bite and share the moment and, you know, not be all worked up about having that bite of cookie. Okay. It's not going to cause me to eat the whole bag. So that's why this intuitive eating really becomes, um, so integral into your life of just, you know, you don't go there with your mind of, about the food, you really embrace the moment of what's happening, okay? And it's not like this fear around, oh, if I eat it, I'm gonna overeat, and then I'm gonna be off my diet, and all these other things. So that's what I want you to kind of see, is that these beliefs, when you start knocking them down of, um, <clears throat> no, that's not really true, then it opens up the doors to so many other areas of, of positivity for you, okay? So that is, my task for you to sort of really start digging deep and looking at those. What is it that, um, you know, you feel, how do you talk to yourself really is what it comes down to. And can you be kinder and gentler to yourself, right? Can you treat yourself like a friend? And if a friend came to you and said, oh, I just blew my diet. I, um, at lunch, I ate French fries, okay? And you're like, oh, you know, and you're going to try to reassure them, that, oh, it wasn't so bad and you can eat better at, at dinner. And and really, if you have diabetes, it'd be like, well, did it affect your blood sugars at all? Did you Were you able to stay in a safe zone? Um, and, you know, um, it was just one meal, you know, type thing. And what did you have with the French fries? Oh, well, I ate a, I ate a huge salad that had all these greens. And it's like, wow, that was really great that you did that, right? You would talk to them like that, yet for many of my clients, I see them just focus on the indiscretion because it's very black and white for them. There's all these rules. And once they stray off these rules, everything's, all the bets are off. So, um, so anyway, look at your food rules, look at your beliefs around food and um, really 
look at how you're speaking to yourself and see if you can reframe um, the negativity and the negative thoughts into more positive thoughts. And um, that will really help this idea of these food police in your head and these these black and white rules about food and start giving you a little more leeway um, into, you know, allowing yourself to not be judgmental and allowing yourself to not be perfect because none of us are perfect. Okay. And it's really trying to, um, the perfectionist thinking is really detrimental. I hear people say all the time, I always have to perfectionist. And it's like, Oh, I feel so bad for you because it just stops you. It stops you from action so often. Okay. And, um, and really puts you in a box. And so I think when you see people that intuitive eat, they're a little more um, flexible. It's like, oh, my husband invited me out for lunch and uh, hopefully we can choose a restaurant where I can find something to eat. If not, I'm going to go enjoy the moment. I'm going to choose the best I can instead of saying, no, I'm on a diet. Why are you inviting me out to lunch? I, you know, I, I can't do that. It's being a little more flexible and rolling with it. Okay. And say, no, it'll be fine. And I'll make, you know, just, uh, I'll just maybe eat a small amount and come back and eat the food I really want to eat or, you know, it's about the moment. It's not about the food so much, okay? And when you're on a diet, all you think about is food. So that's why we want to get you out of that dieting um, uh, mindset. And, 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 and start to appreciate your body, okay? That's a biggie. Start to appreciate your body and what it can do. Bodies are amazing. What They can heal. They can have babies. They can... Um, get you from point A to point B, they can, you know, just, it's amazing what your body can do and start celebrating what it can do rather than what it can do not do, you know, and what, or how it looks. Um, you know, I, I think we've, we're so crit critical of our body sometimes and, um, you know, we forget to appreciate them. And when you come from that place of gratitude, oh, I'm so thankful that my I'm healthy um, and that my diabetes is, is, um, you know, is in a safe spot. And, and um, this morning I was able to eat this breakfast that nourished my body and, and it's, it's working optimally um, the best it can, right? It, it's kind of just reframe things. It's all about reframing and putting a positive spin on it. And it takes work. It takes work. Um, you know, just, we get caught up on making unrealistic goals and then really um, being mad that we don't achieve them when it was like, you know, was that really realistic? Was I really, I have not exercised in years and now I'm going to go exercise three miles a day every day. Not a realistic goal. And by the way, when today's Wednesday and so no, today's Thursday, sorry, yesterday was Wednesday. And, um, I should have checked in with to see how exercising is going because I've got to be honest, mine hasn't been great with launching the summit and stuff. I've been making my Pilates classes, but my walking has fallen off because we've been in such long hours. Um, and so, uh, you know, I keep my Pilates class because someone's waiting for me. But when it comes down to myself of getting out and, you know, going for the walk, I have definitely put that off. Okay. So I missed, um, three days in a row. I'm not proud to say that, but I did. And my goal is always to not miss more than two. So today's the day I'm out walking a little bit and I'm going to make my Pilates as always. And 
so, you know, it, it's okay. Next week will be better. And I have opportunity to do better tomorrow. So, uh, and today, so just know that, um, being kind to yourself is, is a big part. Okay. So those are your tasks to kind of just dig deep and see what your thoughts are. How do you talk to yourself? What are your beliefs around food? What are your beliefs around your body? What are, um, you know, uh, can you start changing that? Okay. Can you start changing that? What is your belief around um, dieting? You know, that's what we're trying to really get out of is that in, get out of that rigidity of things are only one way. No, if you, especially if you raise children, things are, they're fluid. <laughs> Every given day could be different. So um, embrace it. It makes it kind of interesting and fun. So uh, yes, have a great day. I hope this helps and welcome July. Here we come. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.